We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So who is this person? It's John Chuckery. Are you sure? Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back with the John Chuckery Show. Live in the Kia Studios on this Tuesday evening. Final hour of the program is the start of the Brown Liquor Music Hour. Chuck Rose gets first request. A little Teddy Pendergrass. Come on over. So I told Dylon is let's get the Valentine's type of music cranked up here for this final hour. We'll take it to uh, 11 o'clock in the JR Sports Brief coming up after us. 404-741-0929. That's the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Honestly, apps how you catch us when you are on the go. Social media at 929thegame on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I am at JMCH316. He is at underscore Dylan Matthews. Don't forget, 1040, we've got Rankum coming up. So hit us up with your list on the text line or on my Twitter page. So let's go out to the WadeFord.com hotline. We are joined by my friend. You hear him on Sundays during the football season on the pregame and postgame for Atlanta Falcons Radio Network along with Chris Goforth. It is my friend Harper LaBelle. Harper, how are you this evening? I mean, I know we're pulling you away from the wife on Valentine's night, but, you know, listen, we've got important stuff to talk about, though, right? Yeah. Well, first, let's put it in perspective. You hit the mark on the Teddy Pendergrass. You you hit the mark, so you're good to go from there. Uh, What I don't know is what else bugs you more than the uh, microwave oven problems that you've had there at the studio? Well, Dylan, Dylan wearing his Eagle, Dylan was wearing Philadelphia Eagles gear on Sunday and had a picture taken of him in it and posted it on social media. So that's right there in line with people not treating the microwave properly as well. I was being a supportive boyfriend, Harper. Hey, was that uh, was that photo taken before halftime was over? That was taken before the game. Yeah, it was taken well in the morning. It was taken. It was okay. taken like like mid morning that he posted it all around the world for everybody to see him in Eagles gear. Yeah, because every everything changed there in the second half, in particular the fourth quarter. You couldn't ask for a better result if you're a Chiefs fan. Now you you were certainly you were certainly a Philadelphia Eagle. You played for the Buddy Ryan Philadelphia Eagles. So, um, you know, you were an Atlanta Falcon. You were a Philadelphia Eagle. You you spent what? You spent a day in Green Bay, right? I think I think was was the other – that, was that the other team? Well, a day and then part – I got to wake up in the hotel the next day. Okay. So that's okay. almost two days. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what did you think but about Philly, the Philly, hey, here, here's – Here's yeah. how Philly rewards their guys, right? Buddy gets the team to the playoffs five years in a row. When's the last time that happened? And they fire him. And then Doug Peterson wins the Super Bowl, and two years later they fire him. They should they should have a statue of the guy, but uh, instead they, they give him his walking paper. So uh, that, welcome to Philly. Now, what did you think about the actual game itself? 
Well, if you don't have any money on the line or anything like that, just watching, everybody that I've talked to said, what a great game. What a great game. It really was. It was a terrific game. And Philly had a chance, obviously, with that second fumble picked up, return for a touchdown that was negated. Um, they they couldn't have done anything wrong other than that one fumble that they had. Um, they they were they were incredible in the first half. Just incredible. Jalen, if Jalen Hurts doesn't set himself up to be one of the guys, and there's not many people in in the guys, and air quote the guys, he's there. You know, he played a fantastic game, and I know I know you don't like him because he's a chuck and huck back foot throwing. He's from a different offense. But uh, that dude's ready to lead. Um, I, I'm very impressed with him. Well, I thought he had an outstanding year. I mean, I I had no problem. Look, I wouldn't I wouldn't have even had a problem if he won the MVP award. He was he was that outstanding. I will say in the game that defensive touchdown that the Chiefs scored, I think turned the whole complexion of the game around because Chiefs did nothing in that first half. They were able to keep it close. They were able to still run their offense and not get themselves behind. And I, I think that defensive touchdown the Chiefs scored, I think it completely changed up the, the complexion of the game because I think Philly was about to step on their neck at, at that point. And I oh, think I think Philadelphia yeah. was 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 rolling in that first half on them. Was there anything more sure than on third or fourth down with the with the rugby style? Uh, we need two yards and we're going to get three. That without that play. Um, uh, you know, that offensive line did such an amazing job of just pushing the pile and daring Kansas City's defense to stop them. So, it so it was mean, actually kind of fun to watch. So wait a second. So I, I'm I'm confused. So if you have great quarterback play, great offensive line play, and great defensive line play, you mean you can be a Super Bowl team without drafting unicorns and wide receivers and cornerbacks, you mean to tell me that the teams that have great line of scrimmage play and great quarterback play win in the NFL? How dare you? How? What a crazy, nutty thing to say about the NFL and the league that it is. Yeah, hey, Dylan, mark it down. It took him three minutes uh, to figure figure it all out that uh, it goes back to Atlanta and, and problems here oh. uh, with the Falcons. Oh. Well, yeah, no, go, I didn't say. Ahead. Listen, I didn't say anything about uh, that team. I, I didn't. I you didn't said say it with your eyes, John. Oh, I, can, I can tell well, you, you said it with your eyes. Okay, yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. listen. I, I mean, I you know, if we can find a unicorn on defense and all that, that's that's where I would love to find unicorns and you, things like that. I mean, if I'm if I'm need, investing you need in a hybrid, unicorns, right? It's like it's like an electric vehicle. You need a hybrid player that can do a lot of different things. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. But, Right. Or, or do you just do you just want the most dominant guy at his position? And hey, hey, hats off too. Gold medal, the gold medal in my opinion for the whole game goes to the offensive line of Kansas City. Oh, I keep, listen, still, hey Harper, I said, uh, and I did TV on Sunday night, and we were live. I said they should have been. I mean, with all due respect to Pat Mahomes, the offensive line of Kansas City should have been collectively the. MVP of that game. And it's interesting because let me see. Um they they drafted the year before last Creed Humphrey in the second round. So they used high draft capital on a center which, you know, is not very sexy. It's not unicorn like, but gee, 
you know, he was second team all NFL after he was graded out as the highest graded rookie in pro football focuses rankings his rookie year. Then he made second team all pro. Uh, do you think it, you know, he had anything to do with that or Joe Thune or Orlando Brown where they invested heavily in draft capital, in free agent money, got top tier guys? You think that made any difference? I mean, you know, in the game, I mean, just specula. Let's just throw speculation out there about, you know, I don't know, you know, the group that probably won the game for the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, let's just start with the greatest single free agent signing the Falcons ever had was the center named Alex Mack that they brought in here. And how'd that turn out for you? Well, I think he's. Um, the, I think he's the second. I think he's the second best free agent. I think he's the second uh, best. For, you know who the first is? The first. Harper LaBelle signing him to a well, uh, one-year deal back yes, in 1991. Yes. And, and mm. you know, calling you Harper Valley PTA, as Jerry did. Um, <laughs> the best free agent signing in Falcons history is Michael Turner, who completely changed uh, around the complexion of the offense and allowed Matt Ryan to develop himself into the quarterback that he was without having to put pressure on Matt, who started game one, came right out of the chute and started his rookie year. But having Michael Turner behind him running for 1,800 yards and 16 touchdowns, that's still the best free agent signing in Falcons history. Well, is Alex Mack in your top three? Yeah. Oh, Alex Mack is second. Yeah. Okay. And and and, then, I, I, and I think Eugene is third. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tied with me? Yeah. Well, Eugene yes. Tied, and, and, tied yeah. with you. Yeah. Tied with you, Harper. Yes. Maybe. Maybe. Tied, yes. Yeah, maybe. We'll, yes. we'll have, you know, there's no wrong answers. No wrong answer. But I agree with you with uh, Philly's – I'm sorry, with Kansas City's ability to stop – I mean, they had, the Eagles had 70 sacks in the regular season, and they were just salivating at getting to a Patrick Mahomes that can't move. Right. And they didn't touch him. His jersey was as clean as a, a baby's butt. It was unbelievable. It was just fantastic watching those guys dare Philadelphia to bring a fifth guy and uh, they couldn't do it. And and the and the next guy, whoever designed that play, they scored two touchdowns. One of them was with Tony. Um, who got the other one? The uh, um, oh, uh, the, um, the, the, the return. I'm going to call it the motion where you stop yeah. and return. Was and it you McKinnon? Go right back was, where you came was it from. was it was it McKinnon? Yeah, or Sky Moore? Was it Sky Moore? My, but you know, uh, yeah. Guy Moore, but, but you know Eric Eric Bieniemy came. Eric Bieniemy, they said that he came up with those plays that um, he knew that they were going to work based upon what he saw on film with Philadelphia's defense that they would bite. And both of those, he supposedly he called those plays that they were so wide open. I mean, either you know either guy was never even touched. I mean, going into the end zone, but supposedly that was a Bieniemy call on that, that he saw something on tape that said that Philadelphia's defense is going to bite on this and we'll have guys open. Well, I don't know if he went to Y.A. Tittle or some other, you know, old guy, or if he went to a seven-year-old game and watched kids drawing up that, that play in the sand. That was remarkable. Those were two of the most original plays I've seen in such a long time, and they were so – I mean, you couldn't ask for a receiver to be more open. When you've got – half the field from the hash marks to the sideline and nobody in a green jersey around you. Um, it, it, it speaks volumes for Eric Bieniemy's play calling. Fantastic job. All Absolutely right. amazing. 
Harper, we got to go. We got to get to break. But thank you so much for giving us your thoughts. You can always hear Harper on pre- and post-game for Falcons Radio Network, along with my guy, Chris Goforth. Um, are you going to be back this year? Yeah, are you going to sign me to uh, a big signing bonus? We've no. got some money. Uh, the Falcons have some cap room. No. So, uh, yeah. I, I, come I'm, on. It, it, I would pocket the money. So that's that's. I'm how still I a have-not? Come yes. on, John. Yes. I can't be a have-not forever. Hey, listen, listen, I'm still team have-not. So, Harper, my friend, I appreciate it. we got to get to break. We will talk to you here soon. Good to visit with you, John. Have a great day. Thanks, Dylan. Thanks. You got it. Back here in the uh, Kia Studios, John Chuckery Show, uh, Sports Radio, not to the game, Aussie.com app. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back to more John Chuckery. This party's gonna rock. Make Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Uh, is this a is this considered a Valentine's Day song? I get I guess I should have thought listened to it a little bit more. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. You didn't let me make sure I understand. Uh-huh. You didn't know I wanna be your lover wasn't like a slow like you didn't know that this was like an up-tempo kind of dance poppy song, I Want to Be Your Lover by Prince. I did not. I saw the title, and I thought, oh, this should work. And here we are. True story. Can you feel my disappointment coming through the... <laughs> um, my, do you want me to give you some ideas? Next, next time I got you, I'll how, redeem myself. How I'll, about this? 
Uh-huh. How about this? Okay. Get your pen and your paper out. Okay, I got it. We got to have this conversation on air. All right. All right. Um, let's do Caught Up in the Rapture by Anita Baker. Okay. Okay. She's in Atlanta tonight, isn't she? Yep, she is. I think D-Led went to that concert, actually. We uh, talked to D-Led. Orn. Orn went to uh, the concert tonight, too. Nice. Um, let's do um, uh, Barry White's, um, oh, gosh, uh, Oh gosh! Uh, now I, I I can't. Now my brain is just it, it's um it's fried. You you got me you got me all flustered with can, with all this stuff. I can find us a good Barry White um, song. It's uh, I'm gonna love you just a little bit more. Um, let's do um, Peebo Bryson. Can you stand the rain? That'll get you. Th- all right. Versus, you know, disco pop and, oh, God. Oh, man. Anyway. All right. Rank them coming up at 1040. I did my best, Chuck. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's why we're in the position that we're in and prayer for Nelia, So, <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Uh, we'll be on after Hawks basketball coming up tomorrow night. Actually, we've got the new producer, right? The, uh, who's the new guy? Alex or something like that? Or Max Van Auken. Max, yeah, we got Max producing. Uh, so, how old is he? He is around the same age as me. Oh, I, God. I can't remember. He might be slightly younger, but we're close to the same age. Oh, I think he's just a couple of months younger than me. Because oh, he just had a birthday. So, actually, I think he's like close to, he's a little, he's like 11 months younger than me. Oh, my God. I okay. All right. So we'll have to educate him to. He'll be good. Everything, he'll, so. he'll be he'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. It's all these young people. Um. Anyway. We're taking over, John. Oh, the youth yeah. is taking over. Yeah. Well, good news is I'm not dying. So, uh, good news is nothing can kill me. So I'm gonna live forever. You're indestructible. Yep. Exactly. Uh. It only. Listen. I, again, I've told you. Only the good die young. Uh. Now speaking of the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, <laughs> Uh, That was a miserable performance last night. And there's really no two ways about it. You know, the fact that they – the fact that they're one and three for the season against the Charlotte Hornets and they lost the season series by losing three out of four games to them is just – for a team that only had seven wins at home this year and they have the fewest wins in the Eastern Conference, for them to beat you three out of four times – and by the way, they have 20% of their wins against the Atlanta Hawks. So one-fifth of their wins is solely against one team in the NBA, and that's the Atlanta Hawks. Just ridiculous. One guy that embodies the consistently inconsistent nature of the Atlanta Hawks is DeAndre Hunter. Now, here's why I say this. I'm going to go back to the Utah game when they were on the road on that Friday night in Utah where they won, then they played Denver and lost, then it was at New Orleans to wrap up the road trip, then home with Phoenix, home with San Antonio, and then last night in Charlotte. This is DeAndre Hunter, and this is what is the embodiment of the consistently inconsistent nature of this Hawks squad against Utah. Hunter scored 26 points, had four rebounds on 10 for 15 shooting, three of five from three-point land. Then against Denver, still played well in a loss, 
7 of 15 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3, 20 points, four, uh, sorry, 3 rebounds and 4 assists. Then they go to New Orleans, and he goes 0 for 9 and 0 for 5 from 3. The only 3 points that he scored came via the free throw line. He had 3 points and 4 rebounds and an assist. Then when they come home, he plays Phoenix. They have He has nine points on four of 12 shooting, one for five from three, didn't even attempt a free throw, and had six rebounds. Yeah, he almost had as many rebounds as he did points. Then against San Antonio, he bounces back with a 24-point, five-rebound night. And then last night, 21 points, seven boards. He was 8 for 17 last night, 8 for 13 in the San Antonio Spurs game, 2 of 5 from 3 in San, versus San Antonio, 1 for 5 from 3 last night, but 4 for 4 from the line, 6 for 9 against San Antonio. He embodies the up and down and up and down and up and down. It's two games good. It's two games rock bottom. It's two games good. It's another game rock bottom. It's a good game. It's a rock bottom. And it's up and down and up and down and up and down. And that embodies everything about the Atlanta Falcons. They don't have a very good coach. They don't have a very good roster. They don't play well together. They can't shoot the basketball. And you combine all of this. It's not just one thing. It's Nate. It's the players. It's the chemistry. It's the ball boy. It's the guy that sweeps the floor at State Farm Arena. It's the hot dog vendor in Section 221. It's everything. Everything about this organization can't get together and just put some wins together. You know, they play New Orleans. Okay, maybe should have won that game to wrap up the road trip, but two and three, we could take it. Phoenix, San Antonio, good wins. The Spurs are not a very good team. Phoenix is in a playoff hunt. Got two wins at home. Good. Now you're going to play the worst team in the Eastern Conference, a team that has seven wins on the season at home, and you go up there and give up 144 points. Season high, 144. They made 23s in the game, shot 63% from the floor, shot 57% from the three, and you drop it. And now, while it's not a must-win game, if you're going to – try to catch anybody in the standings, you got to win games like tomorrow night against the Knicks because you got the Knicks and the Cavs and Brooklyn and Washington. All of those teams are either right in front or directly right behind the Atlanta Hawks. They're all in that kind of range for everything. So now tomorrow night gets amped up where could have maybe had a four-game winning streak going into the All-Star break and, okay, you're feeling really confident. Now you're just trying to not be 500 when you come home and not just, and not be, you know, just simply middle of the pack. And that's where they are right now, sitting in the eighth seed, 500, and they're up, they're down, they're up, they're down. They have good moments. They have crappy moments, like DeAndre Hunter. On the surface, four of his last six games, 20 points. But he gets two good games. Then two dreadful games. 
Then two pretty good games. And you never know from one night to the next what this team is going to be. They can be outstanding on offense and play no defense. They can kind of play some good defense, then struggle on offense. They can shoot the three some nights, not shoot the three some And I understand that some of that is life in the NBA, but they are consistently inconsistent. That's the only consistent thing about the Atlanta Hawks is their complete inconsistency night in, night out. And you don't know what team is going to show up. Can I guarantee you that they beat the Knicks tomorrow night at home? No. No. After that performance last night? No. Can they? Sure. And hopefully they do, and they win three out of four coming back home, you know, and one road game going into the All-Star break. But I certainly can't count on the Atlanta Hawks to get everything done. This a little bit better, Dylon. Not the disco upbeat and. <sighs> oh yeah, rank them. Good right here. Rank them. Coming up next. Chuck in the Kia Studios. Sports right after the game. I've seen the sun since you've been gone. Like my heart, I lost it when you left me, and it can't be found. We've heard so much about you. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This fit more in the theme of R&B, slow jams? It does. Had to play some Manita for a rankum. disco pop and everything else. Had to play some Manita for rankum since she's in Atlanta getting jiggy with her right now. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios, had the top of the hour in the JR Sports Brief. I lived that long. I, I tell you, the only thing that may kill me will be you. That that may be the only thing that that really stops my heart and just, you know. The way I see it, I'm keeping you alive because I'm keeping you so happy and entertained. Yeah, I mean, that's why all of a sudden my foot started hurting and all these other maladies. So, anyway. Uh, we used to have a little bit of fun on the weekends, picking Hugh's brain, picking Randy's brain. Sometimes I'd give them a list of things to put in order. We decided to steal this, and we called it Rank Them. All righty, Chuck. You know where we got to start with our national days. Obviously, Valentine's Day is one. Mm-hmm. We also have National Ferris Wheel Day, mm. National Cream-Filled Chocolates Day, okay. and a random one, National Organ Donor Day. How do you oh, rank them? Geez. Right. <laughs> that last um, one's like. I really enjoy a good Ferris wheel. Really? Yes. I would never big, expect you to I say that. A, I'm a big Ferris wheel fan. I okay. love to just kind of sit up high and just overlook everything. I'm I'm a big fan of Ferris wheel. So wow. I will go Ferris wheel number one. Um, I'll go white cream filled chocolatey things for or whatever. Okay. And then Valentine's, is that supposed to be one of them? Yeah, Valentine's Day is one of them. Well, I guess that is better than organ doning day or whatever because <laughs> um, I feel like my liver's about to just jump out of my body here with all that good stuff. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so anyway. All right. We gave our top ten <sighs> best places to do first dates. I took four of them from each of ours. How do you rank them? Picnic. Drive-in movie, a sporting event, 
or an interactive date, bowling, putt-putt, etc.? Um, picnic number one, sporting event number two, something interactive number three, and the only thing about a drive-in movie, it's a little personal, like... It is a little intimate. Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit more personal and stuff like it is. that. It um, is. From the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line, uh, let's see here. James from Hiram, uh, rank these sporting events. Super Bowl, World Series, NBA Finals, or WrestleMania? Well, WrestleMania is number one. That's obvious. Um, I'll go the World Series number two. I'm a baseball guy. Super Bowl three and the NBA Finals four. Uh, let's see here. Rank these sexy women Halloween costumes. French maid, nurse, old school flight attendant, devil. Uh, I'll go old school flight attendant first. I'll go the devil costume second, a nurse third, and a French maid, um, number four. Uh, from our buddy Rusty, Sweet Chin Music, Goldberg Spear, Undertaker's Tombstone, or the Stone Cold Stunner. Well, Stone Cold Stunner all the way. Um, I will go with Goldberg Spear number two. I will go with the Tombstone three, but that doesn't mean that I don't really like Sweet Chin Music from Shawn Michaels um, when he warmed up the band and everything else. So um, let's see here. From the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line, Wex, uh, Walker, Texas Ranger, Jag, Pacific Blue, or Renegade. Um, Walker, Texas Ranger won. Um, I don't remember Renegade. I don't remember Pacific Blue. So I still will put those over Jag, though. Because that Jag, well, other than that, um, who's that female that played on Jag? Um, she was in um, She was in the Jim Carrey movie where he played God. Um Oh, I don't know. Oh, God. Come on, Bruce Almighty. No, that's not yes, Bruce Almighty. Yes. Oh, Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty, yes. Okay. Uh, gosh, what is her name? Um, I'll look up the cast. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. You go ahead and uh, – you go ahead and – I'll give you your next – rank them. Yeah. Okay. Catherine Bell. Catherine Bell. Catherine I, Bell. I really like that Catherine Bell. So. All right. Since... I, I think she played for the – I think she decided to play for the other team. Oh, did she really? Yes, I think she decided to play for the other team. Huh, interesting. Yes. Did I hear that – Brie Larson, not Brie Larson. Yeah, Brie Larson. That's her real name. Did I hear Captain she, Marvel? Yeah. Did I hear she plays for the other team? Oh, I don't. I don't think she does. I think she has a long-term boyfriend. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I, you know what? I think I might have heard that might be what she does in the comics. Okay. I don't, I don't know. She's extremely attractive. Like I'm a big Brie Larson fan. Yeah. Like I, I'm a real big. I didn't fan realize before. Captain Marvel. I didn't realize how much stuff she's been in. She's oh, been yeah. in a lot of big time stuff. She she did. She won the Oscar for Room. Okay, you ever see that movie? I don't think so. Okay, it's a it's not a very fun movie. Like she's oh. held captive. Oh wow! Like like she's held captive by a guy and mm-hmm. she has a baby with them and wow. and they're locked up in a room and stuff and they finally escape and all that. And gotcha. It, it's it's not the most uplifting film by right. any means. Okay. Right. But the re- but then she did King Kong Skull Island. That's one of the ones I saw her, okay. and I was like, "Oh, that's Brie Larson." Because the reason that she did that after the after she had won the Oscar and that movie, she just needed something to like, just like get get away from her, like like 
She's using something to like kind of just veg out on yes, and yeah. Yes, yes, like just like m- not make her brain work. Exactly. Because like room was a uh, really yeah. Room room is a intense r- intense yes, type a, of it's role. A, it's a really intense role, and you know she she plays a kind of like a depressing part in it and all that kind of stuff. Mm, yeah, Tries to commit tough. suicide and all that stuff. Wow. But uh, the reason she did that King Kong Skull Island is because she just wanted to do some kind of fun from her brain yeah. and just all that kind of like popcorn movie stuff. And right. Then, Obviously, getting into Captain Marvel and all that, but wow. I really like. Brie I didn't Larson. know that. That's yeah. crazy. That's awesome. All right. See, even if, in my brain dead state, <laughs> you know all this, yeah, man. Yeah, even you still hit home dead, runs. I'm, I'm, you know, even just kind of trying to formulate everything in my head, I can still come up with all this stuff. You're still sharp as a tack. All right. You were getting on me earlier about oh, being God. a supportive boyfriend. What was I not getting on you. Uh, you getting on me a lot about a lot today. Yeah. One being being a supportive boyfriend and wearing Eagles gear. Well, I have a rank them for you, Chuck. Yeah. If the girl of your dreams, just the girl you can't let go, you know, you you would do any and everything for. If she asked you to do these four things, how would you rank them between? That's easy. I'll do that. To uh, there's no way I'm doing it. Wear another team's gear. So, uh, so if Wendy Corona, at, oh sorry, <laughs> if she asks all this. Oh, okay, sorry. If, if Wendy sorry. Corona <laughs> asks you to wear another team's gear, go bald, move out of the country, or go vegan, how do you rank them? Um, I'll go bald first, go vegan second, move out of the country third, and I'm not going against my team. Um, sorry, I'm just not going to do that. Uh, very quickly here from the real Matt Ryan. Rank these dream matchups for the Chiefs. 04 Patriots, 06 Colts, 09 Saints, uh, 2010 Packers. I'll go the 04 Patriots. I'll go the 09 Saints second. The 2010 Packers third. The 06 Colts fourth. Alvy Cohen from our Twitter page. Uh, rank these rom-com actresses, romantic comedy actresses. Julia Roberts, Sandra Bullock, Reese Witherspoon, Cameron Diaz. I go Sandra Bullock one, Cameron Diaz two. I'll go Julia Roberts three, and I'll go Cam- or sorry, uh, Reese Witherspoon four. From our buddy Marco on our Twitter page. Um, out of these, out of these groups, what type of girl would you want to date? Supermodel, A-list actress, IG influencer, news personality. Well, you know I'm gonna say news personality first and foremost. Um, I'll go IG influencer number two. I'll go supermodel number three and A-list actress number four. All right. Since it is Valentine's Day, let's get another little kind of love question in here. Uh-huh. If you were trying to pick up your Valentine, let's say a, a month or so or, you know, however long before Valentine's Day, and you were going out in search for your next lady, and you needed a wingman, but you only had people from – the station to pick from out of these four which one of your station mates are you picking are you picking bo morgan are you picking mike bell are you picking randy mack or last but not least are you picking oh randy mack number one okay randy mack's a clear number one um i will take bo morgan three okay i'll take mike bell uh, I should say Bo Morgan two. Okay, I'll take Mike Bell three, and I gotta go. I gotta go put Freaky at the yeah. Hey, <laughs> uh, 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 wait, we're, we're gonna see. Uh, I, I don't even know what what to come up with. Uh, no, for, tell but, what Freaky yeah, would do. Yeah, I 
you know. Uh, we're going to go for a uh, carriage ride. Uh, a ca- we're we're going to go for uh, we're going to we're going to go for a carriage ride and uh, I don't know. We we're going to play shuffleboard. Um so anyway. All right, quickly one one Hawks one in here since you're talking about the Hawks a good bit today. So we pretty much all know Nate's not going to be back next year. No, he's not. Uh, replacements for Nate. How do you rank them? Kenny Atkinson, Mark Jackson, Ime Udoka, Steve Nash. I mean, I guess Ime Udoka would be number one on that list. Um, he's an established coach. Probably Kenny Atkinson. He's a hot, you know, assistant for Golden State. Although, you know, that whole building Golden State didn't really work out here. Um, who'd you say the other two were? Steve Nash and Mark Jackson. Oh, God. Um, probably Mark Jackson three and Steve Nash four, but I don't want either one of those guys. Sorry. I don't want either one. All right. Going to wrap things up with the love TKO. If Dylan can play it right. Chuck from the Kia Studio. Sports right after the game on SC.com app. Back to more John Chuckery. No, no. No, I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. We're wrapping things up on the John Chuckery Show, the way we always do with that love TKO. Set the stage here for in just a second. Why are they still showing this Chrisley show? Aren't these people in federal prison? Anyway. Huh? That's on the air? On, before we get out of here, let us listen to the greatest opening lyric in all of music history. I mean, we only do this every single night, so you can't step on the... My bad. You, you wound me up. You got me all surprised. You got me shot. I can't just yeah, drop news I mean, on me like that, Chuck. They, I, I'm watching the Chris. It's still on USA Network. These people are in a federal penitentiary. They're in they, prison. They, they, they were convicted. They're convicted felons. Uh, yeah, for tax yeah, fraud. They're, they're, they committed a federal crime. With bank fraud, bank wire transfers, illegal, all this kind of stuff. Do they seriously not have enough programming to where they have to really? play that right. show? Right. You would think they would take it, take that down immediately. Right. I mean, it's ridiculous. These people. I mean, these people are just ridiculous. They they accumulated their wealth through all of these completely shady and disgraceful means and everything. Anyway, everybody's all whacked out. So, all right, we're, we're back after Hawks basketball tomorrow night. So we'll see what happens. Hawks are going into the All-Star break after tomorrow night. So hopefully they get a win against the Knicks. But we'll be on from end of game until midnight. And we'll see what the Hawks do. And, you know, we'll take your calls and just react to everything. So, all right, we got to get out of here. For Dylon, it's Chuckery. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. We'll see you, AMF. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.